What's up, monsters? Hopefully today I'll learn to speak French. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Hopefully. do this. Let's do this, Rico. <laughs> this is a, it's a big moment for us because you know why we're going to be traveling. Well, she, well, you know, online, we're all going to be connected because, you know, this is what she did. She used TikTok and things got bigger. Great songwriter, ladies and gentlemen. First time on the show. Give it up for Stacy Ryan. Hey, Stacey. When you said I'm going to learn French, you didn't see me, but I was like, yes. Yeah. That, was, that was my reaction. Yeah, that's perfect. I totally okay, understand. Okay. How's everything no. going? And where are you joining us from? I am in LA right now. Um, I'm home currently. Um, and, you know, I'm just actually, I'm in my, my, my studio right now. Ooh, fun, wow. exciting. Yeah, I've been, I've been Love tinkering me. on my little piano for a couple, for a couple hours. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tinkering on your piano, are you working on like new songs or were you just jamming out? <laughs> um, I mean, I can say all of the above because I was jamming out a bunch of new songs. I was like, wow, I've never played these songs like by myself before. And then I just started playing them and I'm like, oh my God, people are going to go crazy when they hear all the amazing new music that I have coming up soon. So is that part of like the concept like the new music when they, you know when you're jamming out on your own do you, do you plan to do like an unplug or like on my own on my bedroom kind of feel I mean I think definitely um, <clears throat> when I write music uh, like one of my main goals is to make sure that the song is still like um, like playable with one instrument and just me by myself because that's like really important to me to have like that acoustic feel because you know that's literally all I used to do was sing by myself in my room with like my guitar or my keyboard so the fact that i can jam out all these songs in that more acoustic like bedroom setting is really important to me but then on the other side having their produced version sound like really awesome and full of instruments and stuff now you know i'm i know you mentioned like you would just sit and play on piano and stuff and like take us back to the beginning who was stacy ryan before she blew up on tiktok how did you get started how old were you when you got started Take us to the beginning. I mean, well, the beginning is really the beginning because I I have been like singing and making up songs ever since I was like a really little kid. Um, and my dad plays piano, so we have a piano at home and I would always like go around and play like whatever I could. And a really random story that I just remembered is um, I used to play a lot by ear. Like I would listen and then like play something back when it wasn't like too complicated. And I was playing the Canadian national anthem on the piano. My mom's like, where did you, where did you learn how to play that? And I'm like, oh, you know, I just like heard it. And then I played it. And I think I was like, like, like eight at that point. And then I got into lessons. Um, I took piano lessons for like years and years. Um, and then I like was in, I played the trumpet in high school in the music program that I was in and then went to college and then studied jazz as my major and learned all kinds of amazing theory and history behind jazz, which is what makes it like so close to my heart. And then in like summer of 2020, I started kind of getting more serious about, um, social media and posting like consistently and, um, like having like high quality stuff, like actually taking a lot of time to put my videos together. And then, you know, from June, 2020 to like, it was around a year and a half before I had that crazy big moment. Mm -hmm. Like a well-trained mm -hmm. chef, you, you had the quality, you had the dishes right, you were cooking it up the traditional way and did your own thing. I mean, how much of it, I mean, how much quality over quantity is important when it comes to the music? 
I mean, I feel like there's a just like there's a balance because I mean, obviously quantity or uh, excuse me, quality is always over quantity just because like people would definitely rather hear something that you put a lot of like heart and effort into than something that like was maybe like took you five seconds, but that's not always true because sometimes that on the fly, like, oh, I just popped my phone up and recorded this song or wrote this song five minutes ago and people love that. So it's kind of like you have to find the balance down the middle of like, mm. m- like you know, having your quantity and your quality kind of like meet each other. So you're not like kind of outbalancing one with the other. And I think that takes a long time to, con- I mean, I'm still learning how to like nag- na- navigate all that um, because like, you know, social media platforms are always changing. The audiences are always changing. So you kind of have to like just gauge and like just kind of keep your eyes open to what's happening around you to kind of like, you know, um, adjust yourself to like the ever-growing social media things. That's so true. That's so true. I mean, follow up on that. It's more of like when TikTok came out, you started using it um, as far as for music as well as, you know, all the fun things. I mean, how tricky was it? I mean, at first, honestly, I was posting and had no expectations. And I was like, my video like would get like a hundred views. And I was like, okay, like, cause I didn't know what was good. What was a lot, you know, like I used to post videos on my Facebook account for like my friends and family. And those would get like 200 views. Cause that's like how many friends I have on Facebook, you know? So it was like, I was going from one platform that was like all personal and people I knew to one that I didn't. So I had not like, didn't really know what to expect when it came to that. But the more that I was just like posting frequently and again, like having those a little bit higher quality videos, I think made um, my TikTok go from literally nothing to at least getting like established Mm -hmm. sort of. But I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, like I was just saying, like it's always ever changing. So it's it's so easy to be like, oh, I've mastered it. You know, like I, I know the trends. I know what's going to pop off. And then you do. And then all of a sudden the next day, it's like something completely it's different. Up, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, going from being the queen of jazz talk and then, um, you know, guesting on James Corden's show. How did that feel? Were you crazy nervous? Were you super excited? Oh. I, I was I was definitely when I perform I never really get nervous I just get like this feeling of anticipation because I'm like so excited to go out on stage and perform that my you know I just get like flutters in my heart and like but I'm I'm, I'm way more excited than I am nervous you know um, but I have to say James Corden when I was standing there like behind the little <laughs> curtain waiting for him to say my name uh, I was like freaking out like I, I could like feel my heart beating in my chest just because I was like you only really have one shot like they to- because yeah. of it, it's not live right so if ever mm-hmm. you were to like make a mistake you could do another take but it's basically you have one shot so like mm-hmm. don't mess it up yeah and i mean it's just like you're i had never been in a i wouldn't say establishment but i like something that like just professional you know like that's mm-hmm. this is live tv this is like a really or this is like tv like late night mm-hmm. like it's a big deal and i could sense that and my body could too so, but as soon as like I got on stage and started performing, I just got like lost in the music, like I always do. But that feeling before walking out was definitely uh, was definitely interesting. And when you get I those mean, jitters, what is it that you do? Yeah, when you're getting there, about to jump off, getting that eight mile moment. You know what I mean? When you're about to to get it, what do you, what do you think about? Honestly, I just like 
I, I'm, I'm kind of weird because people are always like, oh, do you have pre-show rituals? And like, do you like read a book? Do you listen to a certain song? Do you do whatever? And I'm like, I just sit and wait. I literally uh -huh. just like, I get, and it sounds weird because I'm like literally in my own head and I'm thinking like, okay, I'm about to go perform. Okay, this and this. And a lot of people I think would hate that and would be like as trying to distract themselves like to make the time go quicker, which is a good idea. But I just kind of like sit. I sometimes I'll like pace back and forth just to like keep my body moving. But I just like wait till the time goes down and then I go on stage. Like I don't have a thing, which I maybe should like get a thing. I don't know. <laughs> She's so chill. She's I don't like, know. Yeah, you know. Whatever you're doing, was, whatever you're doing is perfect. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, when you perform, like I've, I've listened to I Don't Want to Fall in Love Alone um, because also thrown, it was number one on our charts, I think for four True. weeks in a yeah. row. So congratulations. Oh, yay, thank you. But I, mean, but I mean, watching your live performance, like your runs were different. You know, you added different, like, just different things. Are a lot of those, like, things that just happen on the fly, or do you plan for those? Because you never miss a note. It's so perfect. I can assure you the notes do get missed sometimes. But oh. um, I think it, it, it really depends because for Corden, I was definitely, like, do it exactly the way I had practiced it just because, you know, it was Corden. And I was like, I don't want to try something and then have it not work out. I want to do, like, what I know how to do and what I know will work mostly mm -hmm. um but for like when i'm performing live like um on tour let's say um, i've just i did a couple tours uh this past year opening for some really amazing artists and sometimes i would like do some fun little things if like the audience's energy was really fun i would like do a little a different riff or like more riffs or less riffs but i do enjoy to keep things like fresh and new but for very like um you know like Corden, i was like let's not risk it let's just do it the way that that I always do it. It's, it's oh, got to make it all routine at that moment. A fail-safe kind of thing. Now, you know, Stacey, exactly. for those who are tuned in, we have Stacey Ryan. She is joining us, of course, uh, here on the show. We do have all-out questions. We just randomly ask questions to get to know you better. Now, for you, you're on tour. You're famous. You know, you're doing all those stuff. Who's the most famous person you've met and what was that one interesting advice that you received as well? Mm, mm, who's the most famous person I... Okay, maybe... May, this is maybe a toss-up. Actually, mm, it's because it depends. Because I met these people and we all had like different conversations. And we all met in the same place. I went to um, a Grammy after party for the first time like in my life this year. Um, and I walked in there. And then all of a sudden there's Sabrina Carpenter. And she's like... Like we, cause we have known of each other. We're signed to the same label. And it was just so cool that like she came up to me and she's like, oh my God, like, how are you doing? And we talked like we were literal friends, like that we had been friends. And I was like, am I like friends with like Sabrina Carpenter? We'd never like talked <laughs> before, but she was just so like cool and down to earth. And we just kind of like, you know, I talked, we like spoke very quickly because in these types of parties, everyone is just like talking to everyone and people are moving so quickly. But, um, yeah, we just had a really, I just was like, I just want to tell you that, like, I love your music and I love what you're doing. And I'm so happy that, like, you're having your moment right now because she's killing it. Um, but I also, at that same party, met uh, Joe Jonas. Mm -hmm. um, and he had commented on a couple of my TikToks before. So I'm like, oh, he's, like, heard of me maybe. Or, like, he has seen me sing one or two times. And I didn't want to, like, bother him because he was in his, like, um, they had a little like sectioned uh, section for like him and his friends at this party. Mm -hmm. um, 
and I would, I was just like, you know what? I was a couple drinks in. I'm like, I'm just gonna go say that, like, I basically like grew up like watching him on like Disney Channel and stuff, and just like, you know, just that <laughs> I appreciated him and his music. It kind of like the same, the same little spiel, you know. And so I went up to him, and he's like, I know who you are, like I know you, and I was like. Oh, okay. okay, Joe, you know who I am, and I was just like, kind of like, whoa. And he turns around to someone who's sitting on like the the little seat, like in his little section, and he's like, "Hey, you really got to meet, you got to meet Paris." And then Paris turns around, and we literally have written together, like we did our songwriting session together. And I'm like, mm -hmm. we already know each other, and it was just like one of those crazy moments where like the world is so small, and I was like, I can't believe that like. Joe Jonas said he knows me and that he loves my music and loves what I'm doing. It was just like one of those, like, it was definitely one of those starstruck moments for sure. <laughs> so Amazing. Cool. And I mean, you know, speaking of working together, um, what is a dream collaboration or maybe there's many dream collaborations that you would love to have in the future? What are some of them? Literally, if we, if I were to tell you all of them, we'd be here like all day, but Let's I'm go gonna, <laughs> I, okay, I'm just gonna, let's see if I can rapid fire all of them. Okay. <laughs> Um, Yeba, for sure. Yes. Um, oh Sabrina Carpenter would be so amazing. I feel like we could do some like crazy duo girl girl stuff, you know. Um, my God. Uh, uh, uh Mac Ayers, Daniel Caesar. Um, mm. Like, there are literally so many people, and I'm forgetting. Like, Sean Mendez would be another amazing one. Um, there's like so many more. I'll wait. I'll we'll come back maybe if I, if I get it. <laughs> now you know, no you, as being a songwriter, you know it's kind of sometimes difficult to get everything that you want across in the most authentic way, especially when you're starting out. You have any advice for those that are new that you know trying to get their foot in when it comes to writing music that's authentically them that you know honestly express themselves? You have any advice on how they could do it? I mean, I think just be authentically true to you. You have to like believe in what you're writing and what you're talking about and what you're singing most importantly, because that's what's gonna make it come across the most authentic is if it's like true to you. Um, and also just like, don't be afraid. Like, you know, in, I mean, it depends on what level you're in, but like in songwriting sessions, um, sometimes you're with a lot of different people and a lot of people are shooting ideas around. And sometimes you have to be like, I don't think I like that. I don't think I would ever say that. I don't think mm -hmm. that sounds like something I would ever sing. And you know, it's not just saying like, that was a bad idea. It was just like, you have to really like deep, like reach down and be like, would, like, would I sing this? Would this have come from my brain or what is this sound like? something that someone else wrote for me you know and I think that's an important part to have your music sounding like because you know like a music is 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 a piece of you but then it's also a piece of everyone that like created it with you so I feel like if you want to come across you have to like put your foot down and be like hey like if I don't like something or I don't you know I don't feel something you just kind of have to say it which is hard to do because you're working with like amazingly a talented people, yeah a lot of people and people who are so talented and people who have been doing this for way way longer you know so it's so easy to kind of just be like oh I should trust them and they know best which like most of the time they do but you kind of you have a balance you know of you and them and that's what makes like an amazing final product Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I mean, in terms of like other advice, like on the singing side of things, like your mm -hmm. riffs are amazing. And, you know, like for us, when we listen to them, they're just so effortless. What kind of tips could you give those that maybe are just starting to learn how to riff or maybe those that are wanting to try and learn how to like 
ornament them a little bit more, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, I think the the main thing is to just listen to that kind of music because the more you're listening and the more you're immersed in it, the more you're going to be more like naturally not able to do it, but like you're just going to have it in your head. So the more that you're hearing it and the more you internalize it, the more you have a better shot of like being able to do it. Um, it's kind of, it sucks because I honestly don't really remember when I started like riffing a lot. Like I feel like it's blurry to be like, oh yeah, I started in like this year and this month. Like I really don't, I, I think it was definitely like when I like graduated high school and then I started discovering like neo soul and R&B and like mm -hmm. that kind of music that kind of got me into that world and then discovering like amazing artists, like again, Yeba, Jasmine Sullivan, mm -hmm. Snow Allegra, like these amazing singers that have like such like vocal agility and like just amazing yeah. ideas too, like note choices and stuff that definitely like inspired me to just like kind of start trying to like riff. Um, mm -hmm. And then I guess just like, you know, like just try, trying them out, seeing what works. And if you don't get it right away, don't be like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do it because that, and I, that's a, like one of like my things is like, I get very discouraged if I can't do something like right away, which is like not a great way to think because you need to practice to be able to do a lot of many, a lot of things. Yeah. But um, if you kind of just get out of that mindset and be like, you know, it takes time and it takes work and it takes like immersing yourself and not just practicing. You also have to listen to a lot of music and it can seem kind of daunting, but if you do it in a regular way where you just kind of incorporate that stuff into your, into like what you listen to and then, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it's, it's hard for me because I feel like I didn't have like a clear way of when I started and how I got to where I am, you know, it just kind of like mm -hmm. happened without me like really noticing, which is crazy. That's part of the magical journey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally, and you, yeah. And you know, many of our Monster fans, you know, are big fans of yours. That's why they made your song number one. You have any message <laughs> as well to all of them, to all your fans here in the Philippines? I mean, I love everyone in the Philippines so much. I had an amazing performance at, is it the Grand Canal yes. Mall? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. I performed there and the people were just like they were so they were so attentive they were so excited they were like they knew my songs and there were people like not only sitting on the ground but like up in the like the balcony areas and like I wish I got to spend more time in the Philippines when I was there last year and I'm sure I'm definitely coming back very very soon um, but just like the biggest thank you ever like I'm I love the Philippines the people are so welcoming so nice so like warm like I felt so welcome when I came to the Philippines I was it was just like it felt like second home basically and everyone is a great singer so that's just a fact you know <laughs> karaoke yeah. is life I mean that's what it's about true, that's, true. It's about. that's true now I mean what's up what's up next for you are you going to be touring soon and um hopefully you'll be coming back to the Philippines soon um, I have actually in about a little less than a week, I am going to Europe to do a couple of summer festivals. I have one in Switzerland and then one in Spain and I'm doing a headline show in London between those two, which is going to be really fun. It's just a short little European trip with a couple performances. Um, and then I'm back home and I'm working on my album 
my new album that is, you know, on the way in the works, you know, there's hey. some, you know, some new little things coming soon. Um, and yeah, I think we're maybe gearing up for another a Southeast Asia trip at the end of the year. Hopefully I would really love to come back again. And, you know, I, I only got to do Singapore, Indonesia and the Philippines last time, but I would love to go to like Malaysia and even like South Korea would be amazing, but you know, all in due time, whenever the opportunity comes up, but the rest of the year, the first half of the year was insanely busy for me. And I think the second half will be the same, but just like in a different way where I'm going to be in the studio, you know, late nights, you know, trying to get this album perfect, but I'm really looking forward to that. And for me, last but not the least, you know, songwriters, a great songwriter gives great love advice. They do say you have any love advice for those <laughs> who are heartbroken <laughs> who are not quite familiar with Unrequited. <laughs> I mean, I'm so familiar with Unrequited. Um, I mean, I guess just, it's funny because I teased a song on my TikTok today um, and it's called Good To Be Alone, which is like finally coming to terms with like being single and finding what's good about it and not just so focusing on like being alone, you know? And I think it's just kind of funny considering like falling in love alone is like the complete opposite <laughs> of that mm -hmm. meaning. But you know, um, I have been really in the mindset where I am just like living my life and I have so much going on right now for me that are like so many amazing things that I'm not outwardly like reaching for love right now. Um, but again, if it would come, if it would appear in front of me, I would welcome it with open arms. But I've been really like take like I've been on this like journey of just trying to like be happy, like by myself, you know, and not, tr ex not really relying on like someone else's or having someone else to be happy, you know, and that's taking like a lot. And I'm still like every day, like, you know, navigating through that. But I think right now in my career and my life and where I'm at, I'm just like going through these amazing experiences. And if something happens amazing. And if it doesn't, you know, like I still have all these amazing friends and family and people, you know, so just kind of don't, um, don't get discouraged if like, it's not happening right away because it will, you know, it's got to focus on you. That's it. That's right. That's it. That's right. That's right. Lots of exciting, you know, times ahead for me. I mean, I don't have any other questions. I just look forward to everything that's ahead of you because I know, you know, like this has just been such an exciting beginning and I look forward to more number one hits on the countdown top seven. So, I know, oh, Stacy, right now, you know, in the Philippines, it's 10 o'clock, right? Kayla's been messaging since 7 a.m. She's so excited <laughs> to meet you. I'm such She's a, a fan. big fan of your music. Oh, and my keep gosh. Keep on going. Thank you. Can't wait yeah. when you get to Manila that you visit us at the radio station yes 100% you guys are like first on my list alright awesome. till then Let's thank you amazing. very much I'm excited of course all thank right. you for having you me take care ladies and gentlemen Hi, give you. it up for Stacy Ryan take care alright bye there you. you have it there you have it oh my goodness learn so much you know when it comes to especially living the moment making the music you know especially you know you don't have to rush things you can just be alone and do your own thing if it comes along then okay right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's right yeah so i mean again i'm just looking forward to it because you know she just got started on 2020 on tiktok mm -hmm. and things have just skyrocketed since then so yeah lots so you mean to say if i make music and i post it on tiktok i could be a rock star like her hey you can try not? it Let's start it out today. <laughs> All right, right. But till then, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you guys very much for watching Monsters. My name is Chico Robles.
I'm Kayla Rivera. This has been another monster exclusive interview. Peace.